The views and opinions expressed by the hosts do not state or reflect those of the company and its management. Any assumptions, views, and insinuations made by the hosts or guests do not reflect those of the show, the management, and the network. Listener discretion is advised. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very exciting episode of Third World Cinema Club. I'm Engelbert Rafferty of Film Police Reviews. So, if he's from Film Police Reviews, I'm from Film Police Reviews as well. My name is Princess Kino. Hi, I am Jim of Jimmy Lee Kulatibaka. Hi, I'm John Tawasel from Present Confusion. Ayan. And we have two very exciting guests for today. Um, first of all, I'm going to introduce one of uh, our friends from the podcast who happens to also be a member of Film Police Reviews. He's currently based in Canada and has helped us you know, watch screenings for the very, very exciting Toronto International Film Festival. Give it up for Mr. Rolando Basmayor. Yay! Yay. I'm clapping. I'm clapping. Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Our second that. guest for tonight is a very exciting and upcoming YouTuber who's the second half of this exclusive YouTube production called Screen Kings. Give it up for Kevin Oliver Tan. Hi, guys. <laughs> Glad to be here. This is my first time joining a podcast. Mag-ingat ka na, PewDiePie. And yeah, I kind of spoiled the whole gathering for tonight, but basically we're going to be talking about uh, this exciting film festival. Pawarit ulit ako sa exciting, no? Kasi talaga exciting, eh. <laughs> but it's event, no? <laughs> but anyways, we're gonna cover this year's Toronto International Film Festival, and you know it's very exciting because this is one of the many uh, what do you call this film festivals this year who did it virtually. I believe the first one, deba, is the We Are One film yes. festival that happened sometime in June. Uh, yeah. Yan. So, so Toronto International Film Festival covered 50 films um, this year, um, coming from different film festivals as well, all over the world, such as Sundance, Venice, Berlin, uh, the supposed um, Cannes International Film Festival. And we've seen a couple of films from the lineup. So, we're going to be talking about it today. Yeah. So, again, let's start the discussion. But okay. before that, how are you guys? Kamusta naman tayo tonight? Ay naman. <laughs> so, I guess we should, it's safe to say na ano, medyo nagdami nating mga ano ngayon, films na pinanood. So, everything's kind of like overlapping. But it's good that we're able to manage. Yes. <laughs> In fairness, how about yeah. you, Rolando and Kevin? How how are you guys? Well, doing so, great. Are you... Yeah, uh, sorry. You you go first. It's okay. Okay, sorry. 
well, I'm grateful because this is one of my dreams to attend the IFF. So even if virtually, at least yon. So yeah, thanks, Rolando. <laughs> Right. Yeah, for, for me, I'm I'm glad because um, it's fun na nanonood ng films together because I discovered about that when I joined the selection committee of Toronto Real Asian Film Festival. After we saw a film, we discussed about it, we debate about the film, whether or not uh, makakasama siya sa cut. And I find it very enjoyable. So that's why I decided to share this, this experience to you guys because I know that Uh, I would like to hear more about films from other perspective, you know, like yung mga films na gusto nyo na hindi ko gusto. I, I like those clashes. So I, I like to see different people's reactions about the movies we love. Yeah. And it's actually very awesome na well, siguro ito yung mga isa sa positive aspects ng pandemic. Don't you guys agree? Na, you know, we get to see Toronto, like, we feel like we flew to Canada, pero the, <laughs> in actuality, it's just, you know, on at the touch of our fingertips. So, thank you, Rolando, for inviting yes. us to, to do so. Thank you, Kuya Rolando. <laughs> ano, lahat ng mga, ano, nakakita ng post ko, tas natanala, how did you see it? Ganyan, ganyan. Siguro, ang dami kong sininzone, tas ilan lang yung mga nireply ako, tas sabi ko, pag tinanong ka, paano mo napanood, sabi mo na lang, binigyan kita access, tapos five days lang siya, gano'n. <laughs> gano'n. <laughs> Kasi yung We Are One, parang kakunti lang sa atin yung nanood ng marami-rami talaga. Pero ito, parang may kasamang communal experience of watching together. Tapos may schedule. Yun din yung... Yung ano ko sa We Are One, although may premiere sila, medyo license fair yung, yung panonood ko din nun. Parang kung kailan ko lang gusto. Pero ito talaga, parang o oh, dapat nandito ka para manood. Parang... Na, na natuwa ako sa ano sa pagkaroon ng sense of urgency ganun oh tama parang ganun you know in the coming days or in the coming months how film festivals will be working out their virtual screenings for example yun nga we have the upcoming Filipino film fests like Activista saka Dang Docu wherein they're launching their platforms online and at the same time we also haven't heard from Um, major film fests like Key Cinema and Cinema One Original. So, knowing na merong mga ganitong platforms like Toronto, like um, We Are One, at least we're getting like a visual of how we're gonna be doing film festival releases in the future, maybe in the coming years even. Yeah, I agree. How about you, Jim? How did you find the, the whole festival proper of the IFF? Exciting siya kasi para kang nanonood ng Q Cinema. Sorry na mention <laughs> Cinema kasi may schedule eh. <laughs> so para kapag di mo naabutan because of the schedule, ay sorry na miss mo na ganun. So patulad ko kasi panggabi yung pasok ko, hindi ko kaya mag-quit for um, the father. So sayang. Sabi niyo pa naman maganda. So mamay pag-uusapan niyan. No? So ayun. Saka ano ba? Nakakatuwa lang kasi parang di ba pag sa screening may napapansin sa Xena or whatever. Talagang <laughs> ko-comment sa chat. <laughs> yun yung ano eh, yun yung parang online equivalent ng nag-uusap sa sinihanap ng ano. Hindi ba nagaganunan din naman tayo pag nanonood tayo sa mayroon si Jack and Popoy. Yung <laughs> lalait-lait natin. <laughs> 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 yung 
may context <laughs> yes. ng Ando Romeo and Juliet, di ba? Sa tabi oh, ng oh. kama ni Maine Mendoza. Correct. Tapos ang pinakamagandang aspect dun is yung kakapalan ng makeup ni... Ano? <laughs> <laughs> Saka yung use ni Maine Mendoza ng Mac, Mac products. Kaya solid yung ganya. <laughs> Ayun. Okay. So, I guess we, sh- we could start. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about naman, um, some of the films that we have seen during the <clears throat> the festival. So we're gonna um, talk about the discussion to what we guys felt about the film, what you guys um, you know thought about it, and so on. So yeah, uh, let's start with um, the first film that we saw. Um, its title is Get the Hell Out. It's directed by Wang Yifan, um, and it's a political zombie apocalypse-like satire, you know, about <clears throat> this security guard who messes up the campaign of a member of the parliament in Taiwan, right? And then, <clears throat> basically, the whole story revolves around an upcoming zombie apocalypse that none of the characters are expecting to happen. Yeah. So... Ayan, the floor is open. What do you guys think about Get the Hell Out? Uh, I think, ay, Rolando, how about you? Since mas madami message na ata kung mapanood rin. So, yeah, I personally like the film, pero uh, I think um, yung, uh, yung gonzo narrative niya is sort of acquired taste for a lot of audiences. So, there, there are some types of audiences that will like the goofiness of this film. And meron din ng mga hindi makakonect. And yung political aspect, probably some people would, uh, uh, I mean, would wonder uh, how they can connect to this film because, ano, because it's about the Taiwanese parliament, right? And we know how politicians there are brawling. And it, it's, it might not be necessarily applicable to uh, other nationalities. So I'm thinking that the audience for this film might be, you know, splitted and uh, hindi hindi lahat makakagusto. But I, I personally like it. I enjoyed it. That's why uh, after the second week, I joined you guys. So, yun. Ako din, I extremely enjoyed Get the Hell Out. Uh, I didn't actually expect it to be, you know, as grandiose as it, as it is. Siguro, uh, maybe it's due to the lack of my experience in watching Taiwanese films. Pero it's my first time to see something na parang mix siya ng Steven Chow. And yun nga, may pagkasyon sono rin siya ng dating because it's very gory. Pero like I said, I, I guess to you guys, na parang it's very perfect for Midnight Madness kasi nga, very gory nga siya. Pero at the same time, in context siya sa social, or meron siyang social commentary din uh, when it comes to the politics in Taiwan. And I guess that's also what I admire about their their... Taiwanese people in general, they're very vocal about, you know, about these kinds of things and hindi sila takot na may mangyari sa kanila mas makasi. Very democratic din naman yung, ano nila, yung social system in some ways. So. Ano, ako naman personally, I also love Get the Hell Out. I think, um, I, personally, I think it's a little rough around the edges, pero the way it presented its commentary kasi, not just about, ano, not just about, uh, what do you call this, the government, the Taiwanese government, kasi, if I'm not mistaken, if I 
remember it correctly, yung mga ganap or yung happenings in, in the film, they're all still grounded or based on reality. You know, yung the meeting in the parliament with uh, many people barging and entering the room and then you know, throwing things at um, the prime minister, ganyan. These are things that happen in real life and there are YouTube videos to prove that. Um, very effective na yung pagkachaw, pagka-Stephen Chow, pagka-Sionsono, no approach nung director. Although it's definitely not like a new approach to the zombie genre in a, in a way. Pero it did its job eh. And um, supported siya by a very um, powerful ensemble. You know, I personally do not know the, the actors who who portrayed each of, you know, the characters. Pero lahat sila magaling eh. You know, they carried the weight of the film so much. That's why it felt very compelling to watch. It's very timely, right? Because uh, they talk about the vaccine, about how government capitalized, you know, vaccines, and that's supposed to be free. So I think it's very relevant sa pandemic. Even though may mga subtext na hindi sila makaka-relate like politics, but the issue of the pandemic and how government uh, are resolving it, makaka-relate sila how they see because uh, the government tends to make profit out of this despite na marami lang gulo. Tama. Very fitting din yung zombie apocalypse future niya, no? In fairness. Although we've seen a lot of films na may zombies, pero ito kasi ang ganda ng context niya kasi. Yeah. And, yeah, natawa ako may nag-comment sa Facebook na yung may synopsis ng film. Watch this film. It's about politicians uh, turning zombies in the parliament. Then may nag-reply, so it's a documentary. Saka hindi siya new to, ano, to Filipinos, if I may say. Kasi uh, if we're gonna bring up what's going on within the government setup in the film versus what's going on in the Philippine society, very relatable. That nangyari kung paano dinesign, how the characters were designed, how they act, how they behave. Um, you know, it's very centered on reality. And ang funny kasi this was filmed sometime in October of 2019. So, na in the middle of a pandemic, you know, they released this and, you know, everyone gets to relate to it. Berna, I have a question. Yeah. Do you guys have watched the film? Uh, do you think how how feasible would it be to make, parang, to remake this film sa Filipino setting? Kunyari sa camera, tapos may mga zombie-zombiehan doon. Do you think it's, ano, Papatok kaya sa audiences. <laughs> it will be fun. <laughs> <laughs> it it will be fun. <laughs> um, I think so. Kasi we we love zombies here or zombie films, naman. Um, pero how how about you guys? Like ano ano sa tingin niyo magiging spin pag dito siya? Kasi feeling ko hindi siya kasing crushing nung ganun. Pero, alam mo yun, parang siguro ba piibahin lang ng konti yung, yung plot niya? Uh, kasi kung ako gagawa niyan, the angle would be a very, very dark like comedy, eh, no? Parang, ang dami ng, mm-hmm. ang dami ng sources of comedy sa gobyerno natin ngayon, to be honest. Eh. So, oh. pero parang, <laughs> ano lang, just look outside. De, yun, meron ka nang makikitang material for this. Parang this film writes itself, eh. Yeah. <laughs> Ayun. Totoo. <laughs> Tingnan ko magiging ano, kung kung set siya sa Philippine setting, maganda kung may pagkasorkin, parang walk and talk yung approach niya and at the same time, uh, tawag dito, 
talagang yung yung mga nangyayari, yung mga social issues natin na bring up, you know, parang ano, may may combination siya ng block Z ni Mikael Red. Yung 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 stylistic approach ni Mikael Red sa block Z, pero may pagka Aaron Sorkin para talagang ano, para talagang classy siya, stylistic pero at the same time, tag dito, tamang-tama. Ayan. Interesting. Who would you want to direct this film kung dito sa Pinas? Hmm. Brilliante. Charot! <laughs> <laughs> si Love Diaz, tas nine hours. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yung one hour nun, hinahabol lang sila, no? Nang zombies. Lang. <laughs> But I'd watch that. Love Diaz oh. zombie film. How Holy shit, man. <laughs> oh. Kung musical nga, kaya na, yes. Yes, para pa um, zombie film. Para... Correct. Piling ko si Jet Li ko. Ako, personally. Kasi yung yung mga directorial choices ni Jet Li ko, piling ko mag-work kung gagawa siya ng zombie film. Actually, no? Actually. Mm-mm. I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> Siguro interesting si ano, Chito Ronyo kasi he's doing ano na eh, mga horror films eh. Although patay na si Peke, eh, di ba? Pero ang nakikita ko siguro Chito Ronyo for a zombie film. Wala pa ako napapanood na ganun niya eh. Na horror eh. Na zombie? Oo. Oo nga no? Pwede nga. I'd like to see him play with the, ano eh, the, the genre. Totoo. Yun. So, uh, any more thoughts about Get the Hell Out? Okay naman ako. So, yun. Uh, next film, let's go to... Okay. So, next film, let's go to... Um, to Gaza's trip to Palestine. There's a film there. It's called Gaza Mon Amor. It's directed by the Nasser Brothers. Um, it's about this... 60-year-old fisherman uh, who's secretly in love with um, a woman who's almost within the same age as him. Tapos, Apollo statue um, with an erect penis on it. So, um, as soon as, what do you call this, he discovers that statue, a lot of weird events unfold within the film. And at the same time, uh, it also gives us a look at the character. The, the the fisherman in the film. So, ayun, what are your thoughts, guys, about Gaza Monamor? Doc? Um, yeah, I, I wrote a review about this uh, blog. Ko. Um, I, it it follows then, it's, it's a very funny film, surprisingly funny, given uh, the subject matter is not very funny. Um, it's, I know, eh, uh, Well, number one, it shows you how a simple love story. I mean, this love story is the kind of love story na kung sa pelikula to, tapos na to like in 30 minutes. Ganon. Na tipong man meets woman, man does awkward things, parang they fall in love, ganyan. And ano eh, it, it adds layers of absurdity on top of it. Na the absurdity is parang rooted then in reality. Kasi yung pinakahad lang sa romance ng dalawa is yung parang um, 
yung bureaucracy or yung parang parang kawirdohan ng mga sistema ng ng ruling like the ruling majority ng Hamas and additionally um, I I noticed din parang themes within the film um, meron parang may parang obsession with ano may obsession with fallacies ng konte yung yung mga government officials dun sa pelikula kung napapansin niyo oo mm-hmm. di ba na the the statue is a symbol of virility of parang macho strength um tsaka yung detached penis din kasi talagang yun hinanap talaga nila di ba um while there's a very pivotal scene near the end of the film na nagpaparada sila ng peke na rockets So rockets in themselves are parang phallic symbols then. So parang they're trying to flaunt their power kahit na wala technically silang power over over yung situation. So that's why they take out that parang frustration on the citizens. So yun yung yung yun yung parang basa ko dun sa pelikula no. Um, the two leads are very magaling sila. Si uh, Hiam Abbas tsaka si Salim Dao. Um, you might have seen them in a couple of American TV series, in a couple of other movies. Uh, Abbas in particular was the star of the Nasser Twins' previous feature. Yun, ano nga ba yun? Degrade. Diba? And um, so yun, they're, 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 they deliver a very uh, good performance together. Tsaka so, sobrang cute nung ending. Wala lang. Nakita na ako sa ending. Na tipong kahit na ang daming... There are so many um, inconveniences or, or obstacles in the way of love. Ang, ang parang ano ng film is go lang. Go lang ng go. So that's what I, what's, that's what I appreciated about it. I, I enjoyed the film a lot. Yan. Yan. Kuya Jim, ikaw. Ako, I find the film, uh, just like, ano, um, what John said, surprisingly, ano siya eh, charming yung film. At first, kaya sabi ko, gosh, puyat ako nito, so baka mamaya makatulog ako. <laughs> eh, di ba medyo aminado, may pagka-slow pace din naman yung film. However, it's an interesting to watch a film na yung romance ay about elderly or geriatric ano people no so yun yun ang maganda with the film tapos i also agree with John dun sa talik symbol ng film kasi nung first nung makita niya, niya agad yung statue di ba dun sa tawag dito sa dagat ano ba to call me by your name ba ito kasi meron na naman tayong nakikita <laughs> statue ganyan kasi ba ano nga um very tawag dito, very obvious na nakita natin, di ba yung tawag dito yung, ano nga, yung erected penis or the, yung penis dun sa statue, di ba? And then, ang dami nagka-interest, di ba? Yung from dun sa jeweler ata yun na parang pinatingin niya kung ano ba to, ganun, and then gusto mabili, and then even the government, di ba? And parang nagtaka sila, bakit may nawalang part dun sa statue, ganun. So, Uh, I believe yun yung ano rin eh. Same with John. It, it's also a symbolism ng ano eh, parang yung pagpapakita ng authority or power ng nasa government, especially uh, sa men. Ganun. And then, 
ang magandang part pa with Gaza Moon Amor, kahit na meron siyang um, romance and slight humor, um, hindi kasi doon ano, um, tinanggal yung part na mayroong war between Israel and Palestine. Ayun. Ikaw, Kuya Rolando, what are your thoughts about Gaza Moon Amor? I think I particularly like yung fact na we know that um, the, the the violence surrounds the story, you know, because we know Palestine, the conflict. But the director chose not to not to use uh, this display of violence on screen. We just know it happening in the background. Pero wala, wala, hindi siya gumamit ng any blood or any real bombs or, you know, like explosions to to let the audience know how big the conflict is in Palestine. So, gusto ko yung artistic decision na yun. Although, yung pagiging charming niya, calm film, I think that's also the reason why mas marami akong film na nare-recall instead of Gaza Monamor. You know, I like the film, but it's not that memorable for me because because of its lightness, cuteness. So, walang maraming things na marerecall ako about the film. Although I find it really nice and I like it. Yun, no? Um, ako naman, with, with Gaza Monamor, I agree with what everyone said. Um, it's a very subtle film. It's very sweet and it's very gentle. Um, in a way, may pagka-deadpan yung approach. Aki Kaurismaki yung approach dun sa, dun sa film because... Um, there's humor, but at the same time, it's not an in-your-face sort of humor. Um, it's more of an implied sort of humor. Kaya, if you, you recognize these touches, matatawa ka talaga. And uh, it's a very impressive way of setting up a romantic story within a political landscape. No? Because obviously, there's a lot of things going on with, with the Gaza Strip, with Palestine. But it wasn't, sabi nga ni Kuya Jim, it wasn't given much of a highlight. No? Mas na-highlight or mas given ng attention yung issues within the government or issues within the police system in in the country or in the independent state. Um, again, I agree na um, Salim Dao and Hiyam Abbas gave great performances. Um, and yeah, it's it's just um, a joy to watch. Um, yun. <laughs> I, I really liked it. I, I really liked it. Yeah. Um, any more thoughts, guys, about Gaza Monamor? Na. That's it. That's the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. This would not be made possible without your support. And of course, with the help of Carbon Podcast Network's team, headed by Patricia Marie Ferrer, Network and Podcast Manager Ellie Kiron Cole, Social Media Manager Rowan Palomares, Business Development Team Lead, Lee Lirio, and from the creative side, Christina Lido and Andre Luis Castillo Ibanez. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Third World Cinema Club.